akin to splitting the atom, Ben and Ryan attempt to split their guests apart from their egos and explore the deep, ominous cave called vulnerability, attempting to shine a combined light on the treasures that hide in the dark. Without taking themselves and each other too seriously, they are engaging in conversation between themselves and with guests in a very own humorous way. We hope you enjoy listening to Spill Your Guests. Oh yeah, so you guys are going to criticize me, but I'm smoking weed. Oh boy, what an introduction. So how do we properly interact with that, right, in a positive way? I don't know. You read Nonviolent Communication, um, The Basics as I Know and Use It by Waylon Myers, PhD. What did he say? Boom, bitch. He says not to judge people. Ooh, that's going to be a hard one for you. Me? I'm, yeah, yeah. super judgmental. Yeah, but Ben knows that. We work on it. Um, yeah, as long as I know it, you know. I I think criticism. I think it really depends in what um, what we intend to do with the criticism. You know, if 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 we take that example for example, it's oh, terrible, um, and tell or ask Ben or say, oh, we don't really appreciate you smoking weed or something. What um, what do we intend to do with that? And I think it, the intention is mainly what um, yeah what matters because if we do it out of a good place, out of a loving place, because we want you to be healthy and whole and whatever, it might not be as bad as if we're just if if you criticize for a bad reason, you know, because you're like trying to diminish, belittle the other person. Demean, yeah, diminish, yeah. Yeah, it's diminish, right? Yeah. But Ben, what sparked you to want to talk about specifically this? Yeah. Were you I triggered? Like, uh, what's that? Were you triggered by something? No, I wasn't. It, it, I, I, criticism was the one that I wanted to from nearly the beginning. Yes, I'm triggered by so many different things, you know? It was, this is a topic that I would have liked to have covered since basically the inception of the... Uh, of the podcast it it very much ties into vulnerability for me i think just learning how i deal with criticism as i grow older right and you know reminiscing on the past and ways that i dealt with criticism and uh didn't t- didn't take the uh positivity that it's there for um with me and, and you know resented it instead you know because like criticism i think is there to incite change you know yeah it's a correction it's like um Mm -hmm. like a a mother uh correcting a little puppy a mother um yeah like a puppy being bad and then the the mother just gives a little a little nip to say you know that's the criticism saying stop that shit Um, it's even beyond that right it's beyond just it it works in in omnidirection you know, the little puppy, let's say, could criticize the mother, you know? Yes, but but I think that is, um, that's where it becomes hard, because if the mother thinks she's the one that should give the criticism out because she has more experience, then she might not be able to actually take the criticism from somebody she doesn't think is as evolved as her, right? I mean, I think... What I wrote down is that I think some people have a hard time or a harder time expecting criticism from everybody. You mostly would accept it from people you think that are right or have something to say or you you acknowledge. But or not, are your same age or older. Yeah, I think people have a hard time to um, accepting that from younger people. Yeah, I yeah. think that uh, it, it, that's part of, like, I guess... A learning process of of how to accept criticism into your life is to be able to accept criticism from people who you perceive you should be given the criticism to. And kind of like I don't know. I feel like for me that's that's how that's the progression that's kind of 
led me to where I am in my life in terms of how I learn and deal with criticism as an essential tool for learning is that I have to accept the criticism of people from all directions and allow myself. And I think what I, what I should be doing is striving for is to allow myself the courage to criticize people in all directions as well, in a way that's loving, but it's so hard to do. And oh, it's so you got to be so fucking careful. Man. Mm-hmm. You got to be, yeah, you got to be so assured that it's the right place and the right time. And it's the right uh, approach. I've received all kinds of different criticism and some of it had lots of value and was very positive and led to, you know, even a growing relationship with a person. Um, and with other people, it just pushed me away permanently. It's very, yeah, again, you got to be so fucking careful. Um, especially if you're a sensitive person, you know how it can be so easy to take something wrong. Even a look, just a look, a critical look can can fucking get right deep into somebody. But I think this is part of how you also take criticism because there's people are really big in criticizing and they can't take a little piece of it. And and also that if I criticize somebody or I've been criticized, I am being criticized, um, <laughs> then you have to be careful not taking, thinking, oh, I've been criticized in in my whole self because usually it's like part of <laughs> Ryan's dying a bit um, can you smell my smoke there Ryan no he's just drinking <laughs> <laughs> sorry Lana okay. go okay. on because usually people could try to see as being criticized in their whole self rather than one aspect like one bad um, part of their behavior or one part of their personality but then you know if you use generalizations stuff from like I don't like how you do this and that becomes so I don't like you and that's totally wrong but I guess we got to be vulnerable in this right because that's the whole theme um, yeah. I don't take criticism very well Ben, are there any times that my criticism of you went too far? Probably when I initially was like upset that you were stoned or something doing the episode, the first one. That's pretty bad, right? Oh, uh, not not at all. Not since uh, maybe not since Ecuador. Truly. Oh, know? did I criticize you for making me a peanut butter sandwich with? Uh, <laughs> With fucking rotten, real peanut butter that that goes bad after one day and. <laughs> no, no, that that's legitimate. That's... What was it? There was something else that criticized me for that bothered me. I don't remember what it was. Well, you also you guys didn't know each other that well when you met in Ecuador, right? So oh, especially and at the beginning of friendship is very hard to go right into criticism. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's, it, I don't know. It, it didn't really come up until, you know what? Maybe it was uh, for me. It was when you didn't want to include me in the ayahuasca ceremony in a way. Maybe I took that in a critical way. That, yeah, you know? for sure. You know, so and like I really tried not to because I understood where you're coming from in a way, but at the same time, I still took it critically. So it was like that would be probably the pinpoint there but you know when you were you were saying like it could it can come just from a look right oh, yeah. i just remember, yeah. i remember like um when i was i don't know maybe 17 um and i was over at my like friend's parents house and was, he was 17 years old and his, you know and his parents knew my parents and his dad was a doctor and i don't know jewish community stuff and i'm in the backyard smoking a cigarette and they're looking at me with this look, both of them, through the window. And I look at them, and they're like, disapprove, disapprove. And I flipped out. I was fucking pissed off that they looked at me like that. I was like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think your son's doing, you know? Like, fuck you guys looking at me like that, like you're my, you're my fucking parents. 
I remember that. I remember that. It was all that look. That was that was uh, how I felt after that, you know. And you know, looking back, I guess I don't know. Yeah, maybe I think they were out of place. But that feeling, though, of criticism was real in that moment. You know, like in the most the probably lame way to put it. Yeah. Well, we had it. Yeah, recently we're getting a we're getting on a ferry, and a woman was looking at Lada in an interesting way because Lada has these crazy ass um, sort of yoga pants, but they're like multicolored, and they already draw attention. But this woman was looking at her like Lada, like a dirty fucking look. And oh yeah, she was gazing my whole legs and up and down. We were standing right in front of the woman, and I just I said, "What the fuck is wrong with people?" And I pointed at her, and I'm like. They'd mind their own fucking business. And she didn't say anything to me. She just sort of turned away. But, like, I don't know. Like, that's too aggressive for me. But how would you, how should you react to that kind of criticism? Like, should you just, like, brush it off? Or or do people need correction? Like, in some cultures, probably, you know, France, <laughs> for example, um, people would probably be corrected direct, more directly as a as sort of like a a way for society to establish itself a baseline of behavior that's acceptable and unacceptable but then you can't go around just criticizing and correcting everybody i mean that that takes too much energy of you and it also i mean i think that is that is you pretending not pretending but you putting yourself in a better place sort of because you just can't go around criticizing correcting so many people but shouldn't it be a collective effort shouldn't it be everyone's doing in their part i mean then you can actually end up with a society that's you know really pushing people uh, to the outskirts who might so not as you, so long as you can receive it you know yeah. if you can receive criticism like okay like join the collaborative effort and you know provide criticism to the masses you know but you have to be able to receive it to be a participant in that exercise you know but yeah i just think something as simple as a pair of pants like it shouldn't matter what fucking color anybody wears they should be able to walk around without any kind of harassment or any looks or anything just right but but then you know these are the pants and Maybe that woman was really triggered. I mean, on the other hand, you're super triggered by my bag. So because I'm German and in Germany, they find that funny because the words don't mean anything. There's a lot of swear words on this bag. I think it says it's a fucking hipster triangle. So fucking hipster. It awesome, says, whatever. It says, oh, my God, holy shit, a fucking triangle. So fucking hipster. Awesome. Something like that. Yeah. And. And Ryan gets really triggered well, by that, and he criticizes me wearing the bag because he says I might be offending people. Yet, I mean, see, that is that might upset other people. Other people might be upset by my pants. But, but should I have to care? Ben, if you're like walking down the street with your six-year-old, and the the person in front of you has that bag, is that if your six-year-old can spill fucking? Then they're pretty advanced. Six-year-old knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Six-year-olds are fucking these days, Lada. Please, no. See, what I have is um, that I take things that are not necessarily... Well, they are kind of criticism, but I shouldn't take them as criticism. But then if I get into a certain mood, I take everything, for example, Rice says, as criticism. And even though I know in that moment it might be a bit too, well, not exaggerated, but too much or just really, yeah, it's a bit over the top because there might be some other issues or stress involved. I can't stop but taking everything he says as a criticism. And I'm getting better at first, but I feel after a while, there's like this jar, and if this jar full of criticism is done, I can't stand it anymore, and I, I can't not respond in an inappropriate way or snap back or try to defend myself or something. And sometimes I feel if there's too much criticism coming in the long run, I have a certain limit, 
I can take without not getting upset. And then if that's done, then I can't take it anymore and I will act responsible to that and inappropriately. Oh, yeah, you get real pissed? Yeah, just like snappy or defensive or just not, you know, like I'm, I'm, I know things are not as bad or something, but then after this is done, I just can't take it anymore. And so this is why we sometimes escalate because why might be ending up criticizing me a whole bunch. And after a certain while, I'm just not able to respond clearly to that anymore. Well, the key to dealing with me is, as we learned, is to not react to my overreacting. <sighs> right, Lottie? Yeah. Yeah. So the problem we have is that initially, Lada will, I'll criticize her irrationally. And she'll go a little more, a little silent. And then to me, that's, I mean, that should be fine to not react to my overreacting, but, but it, it triggers me to get even more. Yeah. Like, do you hear my fucking point? What the fuck? And then, and then I just say something terrible, probably. And then she'll burst out. And then. Well, because I can, I can, but that's the thing. If you're being criticized. Like that, and you know it's probably more towards irrational because there has been stress, for example, from work involved. I usually get silence because I'm trying to distance myself and I'm trying to distance myself from the, yeah, just from the possibility of maybe reacting inappropriately. But if that triggers an even bigger reaction... Sometimes it does. Mostly it does. Mostly. <laughs> Not wanting to criticize you there, but mostly it does. <laughs> yeah, well, that mm. happens when you're with an asshole. Like. <laughs> and then you call yourself an asshole, and that's when you trigger me. Well, what did you say? We were biking down the street the other day, and she's like, no, you're an asshole. <laughs> you're an asshole. <laughs> Why did I say that? Remember, we were biking, and I was saying... Uh, Oh, saying so I rode down this street on a motorcycle one day with my friend roaring down the street and now we're riding bicycles down. And I'm, you took it as if I was trying to say like, yeah, it sounded to now me it's was, shitty. Like, I wish I was yeah. back on the bike, but it wasn't that at all. It sounded and like she's it was like, better you know, before. you're a real fucking asshole. <laughs> but I also said that kind of playful in a way. That's constructive criticism right there. You're a real fucking asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's mean. Um, when I really um, didn't take it, what what was hard for me the other day, because you talked about a friend that um, gave you some, some good advice and you're following that, you know, about um, men manifesting things mm -hmm. and I felt like I had been telling you the same thing for a long time like maybe I didn't use that word probably didn't but I just felt like the whole concept I'd used and I didn't listen yeah and you didn't listen but and now you did listen to somebody else and that sort of triggered me a bit mm -hmm. um so I don't know if I was actually criticizing it openly but yeah, I was trying to keep that calm because... Because you wanted it to be you? Yeah, I was emotionally reacting to that. But I also realized, you know, certain things need certain time or certain people to tell you things. And that was also okay because apparently either I didn't say it in a constructive way or it wasn't the right time for you and you need it this time now. And then I'm like, okay, well, um, rather than rather than criticizing you for it, I should be happy that you found it out now because all I want for you is progress, right? So it's a good thing. But yeah, I find this takes up a lot of effort to to not have the auto-reaction and um, yeah, to act properly in a constructive way. Can you give me an example of how you received criticism in your life positively and, like, very productively? I don't take criticism well, so that's very hard. 
I, yeah. find, I find it better if criticism is said in a way where it might even give you an example of what you could it do better because I feel if there's this open criticism just like change your behavior like but to what you know but if if somebody has a more specific request saying like I would prefer you doing this better or if you just act a little bit more in that way but like giving you almost a tool how yeah. to do it I feel that's better I think the best criticism is when you don't even realize you've been criticized <laughs> But you have to act upon it. But there's action to be taken, and there's a lesson to be learned from what's going on so that there isn't a repetition if the behavior is unhealthy. Um, and it's very hard and very, you have to be very conscious to be able to offer somebody that kind of criticism. You have to, your, your heart has to be in it. And for some people, it's very hard to have their heart in it rather than their ego which is saying oh this person in front of me is a fucking moron and i need to tell them what's up so i guess the uh can you give me some examples of criticism then yeah honking a fucking horn how about that honking a horn is you know somebody's behind you and did you do that did I, 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 in Montreal, I used to just unconsciously do that. I don't do that anymore. But yeah, honking a horn is like the most basic form of criticism. It's just like. What about when you were in Ecuador? Did you honk your horn in Ecuador? <laughs> My motorcycle horn? I don't even know if I could find it. In Ecuador? <laughs> I didn't drive a car in Ecuador. <laughs> I would have honked. Well, I think you... People honk to me. Motorcycles have... There you go. There you go. People honk like crazy in, like, Thailand. Is it Thailand? No. All the Asian countries, but for different reasons. Yeah, but they honk as productive criticism, and it's if it's taken... If it's not that's taken the, negatively, there's culture. no... Yeah. The culture of criticism. A more collective culture, I guess? I don't know. Well, I mean, I felt um, whenever people overtake me here in Victoria, they either ring the bell, the bicycle bell, bell at me, or they shout at me where they're going to overtake. And the first couple times, I got almost pissed at that because I'm like, what the fuck, man? I'm not in the way. Because I felt like whenever they would do that, I felt like they were criticizing me for being in their way. But I kind of knew that they didn't mean it that way. They just wanted to let me know, hey, I'm overtaking you. To stay where you are they're just making it safe but my first reaction was um, quite negative to that because people I guess people don't do it that much in, in Berlin or something but now now like it's better it's, um, yeah but the first reaction was really not great and I had to calm myself and reflect on why are they doing but that? that's not criticism that's courtesy yeah but I felt criticized I felt they were doing that because I was in their way. Because usually if I, because if, if I would, um, in Berlin, I would use the, the bell, for example, for people uh, that would walk on my street, on the bike lane. So I used it as criticism. And this is, oh. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, you're criticizing me with no. your, your look. No. <laughs> So I guess if I misuse it, I expect other people to misuse it too. So the bell is reserved for bad behavior. It's not in some cultures. Yeah. The horn is the same. Exactly. But see, I feel, I mean, I really hate aggressive and negative way of criticism. But I've been criticized a lot during my apprenticeship. Like three years, I went home crying so many times. It was really terrible, um, and I got criticized for, I can't even imagine, imagine uh, remember what I didn't get criticized for, I think I basically got criticized for everything, but I felt I also, after was done, and I was over the shock, over the destruction, I had learned a lot, I think, 
not say it's a it's very good, but it also I also would say well some criticism even if it's with an X rather than like a little scalpel thing or whatever doctors use like really brutal it can still help you. Totally necessary. What is necessary? Totally necessary. Yeah. Well, Ben, what when you think criticism was most constructive or most destructive? Taking constructive criticism, just even like when learning to do something, just going in and accepting that you're going to be wrong and uh, people are going to be there to correct you. So what offended you by your friend not buying bicycle gloves? Oh, yeah, good question, I guess. We were on the bike trip together, right? He kind of had this thing where, you know, he wanted to do things super cheaply, right? And he had these bike gloves already, and uh, his, like, handlebar tape wasn't that nice, and, like, he had a really aggressive kind of, like, curl-down bars, so it wasn't a very com- – and brakes weren't very comfortable, so it didn't have a very comfortable um, bike. So he needed those gloves. So he lost those gloves, like, really early on, and then – his hands started hurting, and so it was like, well, you should get some more bike gloves at the next one so your hands don't have to hurt for the next whatever it was, 15 days. And then they were like 30 bucks American or something, and uh, he wouldn't buy them. And I was like, man, your hands hurt. You should just buy them. For the, I'll buy them for you. And, and he's like, no, I, I I can't accept that. No, no way. And I'm like kind of like – offended because i had purchased stuff that i that i needed for the trip you know i wasn't just gonna suffer like painfully whatever so i would uh whatever it was like i need a new seat i needed i'll spend 60 american or whatever it was you know yeah but some some people have a hard time accepting things from others we just learned recently like right well not just me my my but i took his philosophy as like a total like criticism to just how I didn't follow his philosophy, you know? Yeah, how, okay. You know, oh, like like he was I'm, criticizing like, you for buying that stuff? For, like, encouraging him to buy it by, like, being so adamant, like, against it, you know? Uh, I don't know. Because like, I, would, I would buy it or, you know, that he said that he needed it and wanted it. And was like, we'll have to check for that. And, yeah, he didn't, he didn't want to buy it, so... I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm because I, that's not what I would have done. Anyway, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, like, that's how weird criticism can be, you know, for me at least. Yeah, but I also feel sometimes it can come out of a bit of a misunderstanding, um, you know, because you feel criticized, somebody or or vice versa, um, somebody else might not even had the intention to criticize you, but we're, I mean, we're all pretty different. We take things very differently. And then, yeah, just uh, if there's not enough communication involved, then this can quickly escalate, right? Yeah. And then also, you have criticism, and it should hopefully be constructive. But then when does criticism become shaming? Because I wrote down this one. Yeah, it was just a weird... People shame themselves. No, but I had a weird experience just 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 with just like the most the most innocent comment that really should have meant nothing. It somehow impacted me pretty strongly. Like this woman I was with was she just commented that she she felt like I didn't really have a a butt, you know, like. Because I exercise a lot, and so I'm sort of just like, <laughs> I was intermittent fasting, so, you know, I was very low in weight, low bo- very low body fat, but, you know, like, pretty strong glute muscles, and, you know, it was just a comment, like, oh, you, you got no butt. Um, for some reason, that really fucking hit me at the core as some kind of criticism, like, about... You know, like I should, I should, I don't know. It's just like, oh, I'm no longer human or something, you know, like a, 
a, a regular, a normal man has more flesh. I don't know. It was very strange because I know it was, it was not meant as like this crazy criticism. It was just like a, like a playful comment, but it, it, get, it kept repeating in my head over and over. And I'm like, why do I care about this? And I was like, I was like, that kind of criticism is just like, un- you do it to yourself. You do it to yourself. Yeah. You do it to yourself. Yeah, I mean, Rai was definitely doing the whole thing, turning it into criticism, but I feel criticism should be something you can actually change. And I feel this, I mean, maybe you can change the butt. Like, I guess if, if Rai would... But that's the thing, is that is is that's yeah. what it is. It's like, if that is constructive criticism, that it's means not, I, I need think. to change my entire approach to diet and exercise and overall health and it's like i've been doing it wrong for months but it's also i mean i i guess for you it just also doesn't feel like um all the work and effort you put into getting your both body healthy is not is not um recognized by her but what i was gonna say you know it's same like if you say if you if i criticize your nose right now what how is that any how um constructive because you can't just go ahead and change your nose i mean you could lottie what's wrong with my nose you um don't, you but don't you like know you, you could okay we just revealed she doesn't like my there nose. you go now you just run oh. now you just started the cycle all over all over so again, my Lotta. butt and my nose what else it's a little playful okay i just wanted to okay Snowballing into the deep thought. (laughs) I just wanted to give an example of something you can't just easily change. Or like say your eye color or something, you know? Because I feel if it's something that can't be constructive and can't be just, yeah, made better or improved, then it's more shaming because this can't be constructive criticism. You mean like you're short or you're tall? Exactly. If I say, Rai, you're too tall. What are you going to do about that? Cut your feet off? That's not constructive if I say that. So that's, I would say, more in the realm of shaming. So did you shame my roommate the other day when you said he was a head ta- shorter than me than you? Think about that. Well, I, the problem is, I probably did. Him. I probably did, and I probably upset him. But I was trying to state a fact. Because it's the thing. The fact is, he's shorter than me. But I guess that I have to mention it. Because it should ob- be obvious to both of I don't see a need to mention it. Like Exactly. So I was probably shaming. Yeah, because I had lots of discussions, lots of conversations with him in general. And one day, he was just saying, oh, he's like, because I'm short. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't think of you as short. I think you, you just, you're you. I'm like, if you wanted to define yourself as it, that's cool. But I don't know. If I said it in passing conversation, I'm like, oh, because you're short. I would, that. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, height is also something I'm, like I'm, more important for me. Like I would look into that into a man. So I guess because I'm, I see it more, I might be mentioning it. But then again, if I like somebody, I can be pretty mean. In my comments and my teasing. You're not that mean. Well, apparently that was a mean comment. To other people, yeah. Oh, cause you, oh, you like him, that's true. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't count as criticism. It's just body shaming. Congratulations, Lada. I guess, I guess if I, if I want to say that that person, that, that woman, did shaming on you, I have to admit I did to your roommate body shaming. Yeah, well, we're ignorant. As we've learned, we're ignorant to a lot of the things we do to other people. Um, but I think the the challenge is just to, to try to figure out how we can do better next time and learn a lesson from each time. Right. Next time I could say, compared to the average of men, he's <laughs> shorter. No, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should never mention something like that. Mm. Well, now that I know you don't like my nose, or oh my <laughs> I didn't even consider that you could take it wrong. 
<laughs> One interesting thing is that you have always commented on your own nose as if you don't like it. It's just and big. I, I, I like it. I can, I can find you in a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing. I think people are more likely to criticize something what they might not like in themselves. Oh. Right. Same way I would criticize some behavior of my mom because I know I have that in me as well and I don't like that part about me. That's Boom. well said. I do. And for sure. You do? Yeah, for sure. To my mom, for sure. You criticize your mother? Oh, yeah. Definitely a bunch. Oh. I have a bunch, too. And how does she take that? I don't know. Like a champ? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. I think my mom gets a bit upset because you also... I find that really hard because, in a way, you I can't attempt to change her. You know, I can't just say, like, hey, I think you should change this, this, and this. That's not fair. I think the only thing you can possibly do is change yourself. But it's still going to upset you if they change, show that certain behavior. Yourself, change how you feel. Change how you feel. I guess that's changing yourself. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because some people who are older, you know, they just refuse to accept any criticism from someone younger. Or maybe the younger person is ignorant to the wisdom of the older person and just refuses to accept that. It's hard to know. But or it could be a little bit of both. Yeah. And so where's the middle ground? You 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 have to you have to like meet at communication alley. You go go yeah, to communication alley. <laughs> Drink a coffee remember there. You, remember I told you uh when I when I went to go demolish my cottage um i had a lot of criticism from uh my uh, some family member he said i couldn't do it right but and, you showed uh, them you could like i felt like really criticized when that happened i kind of responded really defensively to, to that because i took it really personally that he said i couldn't do it but did that did that encourage you to to actually do it or what well, it, I was already going to do it, but certainly... So it's constructive I criticism. I did it. Maybe I did a little faster, you know? It's not really that constructive. It's more that you're rebelling against it. Because I had that. If somebody tells me I can't do it or I shouldn't do it, I'm going to be like, oh, watch me do it. Where is that constructive? Where is the, How is that constructive? Yeah. If I'm just... The, the, it motivates you to... Now you succeed, and what you're doing to prove them wrong, you know, that's how it can be constructive. But it's it's still like criticism, though. Nevertheless, to have you feel very criticized when someone tells you you can't do something, you know? Yeah. In loss, it's like in loss. Don't tell me what I can't do. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> they get such a bad response. Yeah. I'm going to show you what they can do. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like, I don't like doing things despite others. That's why I usually just don't tell other people when I'm going to do things, because I don't need their opinion. I just know what's going to happen for me. Yeah, you're exposing yourself to the potential criticism of, of others when you when you decide to do something that doesn't fit the the character that people expect of you. And then you have to take that criticism either as a reflection of their own unconscious inability to understand you or as like an as like a really productive, constructive thing that you need to be not so sensitive and just really reflective to understand that it, they're coming from a good place. It's so hard to find that balance. I think it starts with a healthy relationship based on communication building trust and faith that the person that's communicating with you is really, it's coming from a good place, that criticism. And I've been exposed to the fucking whole spectrum 
from good to bad of that kind of criticism. I've even been exposed to people who just purely criticize. That is their response to the world. Just everything else, everybody else is just fucking wrong. And I know, but you don't take criticism that well. And yeah, I criticize a lot. I can easily be. Can I I hear an example? Another example? I'm just okay. Uh, Somebody who has no money just saying fucking government's taking all my money, you know? Or like I got another fucking. Somebody who's taking the bus saying the fucking cops gave me a DUI and I just was fucking. I only had one or two beers, man. It wasn't that much. That kind of behavior, you know? Rather than accepting the the police criticizing you for drinking and driving and hoping you would learn something, rather instead yeah, just being... This did not happen to you, though. No, did but I'm, I'm just saying, if I'm sitting on a bus and I hear people like that talking and saying that, you know, next time I'm going to fucking take this street or that street because I know that the cops won't be on it, is that somebody learning from their, the criticism of society as a whole that your behavior is incorrect and it's unproductive? No, definitely not. Well, it depends on how the how they take criticism and how, you know, whether, whether like the it's criticism or the different way that these people are able to uh, become productive members of society. And maybe they just don't have their way established and that can be unfortunate because you know that most people will, will respond to criticism and uh, behave accordingly just because they're afraid of the criticism. What about the parking tickets that you get for parking your, your car there, Ben? Yeah, it's work now. I'm fucking <laughs> now fucking not It's work finally, you know? I <laughs> Got through my stubborn, thick-ass head. That's the thing. It's really a lot of stubbornness there. And it's like, fuck you. I'm going to get parking ticket after parking ticket because I don't like you guys. <laughs> and then I'm going to have to pay Yeah. I think stubbornness might be the, the, the opposite of, like, might be harming criticism. Because if you're too stubborn to accept it, then you're in, in trouble. Yes, that's just the absolute, yeah. It's like fire in a hurricane or something i don't know it's crazy like that when you're it's criticized criticized you're criticized but you're also really stubborn so you don't take anything positive from all you do is just be stubborn about your your own way and you know like you're not open-minded the thing is is you know that also depends on the uh transmitter of the criticism Mm. you know yeah for sure but see that other things I find because people use criticism also to get you like in a line, in alignment with society. So people just merely mentioning one aspect over and over and like a lot of people independently is criticism and it wants you to be, act a certain way. But some things are really just not worth it. Like an example would be, so my socks are getting mentioned from basically everyone I meet. These are like toe socks. They're yoga toe socks. They have a little socklet thing for each toe. They're Vibram five fingers in the form of socks. Exactly. And basically everybody I meet mentions these socks. And I guess they would mention them because they're not in line with with what normal people wear. So <laughs> to... This subtle criticism, or not as subtle actually, is is there to to get me to behave accordingly to society and not wear these socks. But it's bullshit, because there's nothing wrong with wearing these socks. Yeah, it's just social reinforcement. I mean, people do it all the time without realizing it. Yeah, but see, I'm so like, I'm so happy with these socks. I don't care about that. Yeah, but that's a, that can upset people because they're yeah, seeing, they're seeing the lack in themselves of that ability to feel that way, right? That and that's where you criticize. You see somebody singing in the subway and you're like, fucking asshole. 
And the really like deep subconscious is like we're supposed to be singing. <laughs> we yeah, don't sing. Be. Yeah. So we just use this defense mechanism of being like, oh, that fucking crazy person to not really look look into yourself and and see the lack, see the imbalance, see the difference, like the reflection of yourself. Oh, in yeah, that man. Person. That's true. That's true. I'd say I, people, you know, you someone might be singing, having the joy of their life, and then somebody else would just be criticized by not that not having that experience. Yeah. Out of jealousy, yeah, for sure. But it's, uh, I guess, also but, like a, a way of life kind of criticism. It's like, I don't know. But that means this type of criticism is not not out of a healthy place, not out of trying to help that person, but trying to get that person in a more unhealthy place, because then this person is not so, let's say, far ahead of the other person. Yeah, that's no good. But then, oh, as why I say as the as as the transmitter of I mean I'm just thinking about this time I was in a at a bar here um, in Ottawa, and uh, I went to the bathroom. I I think I don't remember. I think I might have been singing like uh, Bon Jovi. I don't know what I was singing. I was singing something stupid, and then uh, I came out of the bathroom, and the guys were like, like (laughs) I don't know. The people at the bar were like laughing at me or whatever it was. So it was just and then, then I became like conscious of what I was doing and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I don't know if they t- they took it critically or how they received it at all. <laughs> kind of made <laughs> afterwards. And then I'm not like I'm not gonna do that again either, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> that can be that but that can be dangerous to people if you if someone's criticized for singing, you know, for you dancing. For expressing themselves artistically, whew, that can cause damage. But I also heard um, about uh, parents and their kids that you should listen if, um, uh, the word is hard, if the parents talk to the kid in a way that is not meaning like, you know, restrictions, criticism, all that kind of stuff, you know, that don't touch this, Timmy go ahead, Maya, whatever sort of thing, or if they actually talk in a normal, you know, about normal things with them in a positive way, because if a kid only gets these sort of criticism and don't do this, do that, and I want you to whatever, that's not helpful. That's not healthy for a person. A person needs normal interaction without criticism. Yeah somebody wiser than them who can criticize without making the people person even realize they were criticized but do don't you think a child could criticize you in a way that could actually benefit you persons need to be wiser than you yeah. <laughs> what do you think i, think I don't know so. i think a lot of children just are in an elevator and look up and go you have a big nose. That's is that criticism? That's no good. <laughs> no, 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 but I think some things. If if a child would come up and say, "Why do you do it that way?" and then you think about it, and you're like, "Shit, why do I do it that way?" Because it could be, and then I think you should be able to accept that because a child might be so innocent that they're like, "But isn't that an easier way?" and you're like, "It is." Yeah, but that challenges your loss of your curiosity, and and if you're triggered by that, you'll get angry at that, and you won't, because that's the part of you that you have to look at, right? It's always, it's always a mirror, right? And then you should agree that this would be good, and it's something you should accept. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, you're having a hard time (sighs) accepting that. Me? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, nice yawning, guys. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right over here. <laughs> oh, but uh, coming from bikes, um, today we happened to have a little accident on the bike on the way to Rai's work um, because um, Rai had his arm around my shoulders while we were riding next to each other. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and then our, what are they called? You guys aren't serious. 
Yeah, we are. Our handlebars touched. The tips touched. <laughs> no, the handlebars. I just wanted the touched. tip, just the yeah, tip. Yeah, just the tip. And, and then, then and we then crashed. We crashed and <laughs> fell down sideways. And I know oh. that before, like just a while back, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten really upset with Ryan, blamed him for whatever happened, and criticized um, him for doing that. But um, you realize you're with an idiot. And no, I just I well, first of all, there's no need to criticize if not majorly anything happened. Also, it was at least half of it my fault because I was enjoying it and I didn't say, oh, let's stop this. Yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, it's see, true. You it said was, I like that. Yeah, I did like it. Well, not the crash, but before. Well, usually I just grab your boobs like. Or I poke you right up the butthole, like I do a peg, but like a mini peg in public. <laughs> a little mini peg. But um, that wouldn't ending. I was trying crashing. to be sweet. See? Oh yeah, sweet guesses crashing. But no, I just this is good because I saw today how it didn't act on that how I usually did, but in a oh, more yeah. reflective way. Most people would have been like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised too. Yeah. Ooh, but another thing, what I feel is that if you start criticizing opinions of another person, you're about to have a major fight usually. Oh, God. Because that's terrible. So I, that's what I learned in my nonviolent communication book, which you should still read. So sneaky criticism right there. Mm. Uh, I will. Butter with honey. Um... Yeah, so that's no good, but just talking about... They say it's it's better if you talk about the feelings you have um, and what you want of the other person rather than exchanging opinions because that's not going to lead you anywhere. And I also find it hard sometimes if you're in a in a fight and then you're just going back and forth about, oh, you said this and then you did that and that kind of shit. It's not bringing you anywhere. You should be more like towards, okay, what do I need of the other person? What what did I expect? What are my feelings about this whole situation? Yeah. So I think we end up criticizing whatever we do a lot. And then worst thing is some things get brought up again. It's like could be three years back and we're like, oh, but back then you did that. Yeah, well, and that's not even criticism anymore. That's I don't know. That's bullshitting. Those very sensitive, sensitive creatures. Yeah. Why just sensitive for this world? Yeah. <laughs> don't get my sympathy. Hanging out the fifteenth floor. You've changed the lock three times. He still comes reeling through the door. One day I'll get to you. And teach you how to get to purest hell. You do it to yourself. You do. That's what really hurts. Radiohead. Do it to yourself. Just you. You and no one else. You do it to yourself. You do. Radiohead. Yeah, I'm on. <laughs> Ben's quoting Radiohead. Your arcade fire one was pretty epic. Ha, 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 ha,